You're listening to the Rediscovering Biblical Manhood podcast. We're growing men who fear the Lord, but do not fear their identity in Christ. The enemy is hard at work in our fallen world. So come on, join us in fighting for the restoration of men's hearts through the church, the word, and our risen Savior, Jesus. Welcome back to the pod, Rediscovering Biblical Manhood. My name's Chica Eloy. Good morning, Jay Teresi. Good morning. It's good to be back, Chica. And happy 2023. Yeah, I can't even believe it's 2023. I, I'm from the 70s and 80s, so I, that number just doesn't even make sense to me. And then, then begins the debate, you know, we're a week in now. We're a week back at work for many of us here in the US. And uh, when do we stop saying that? Well, that's a good question. I never really even thought about that. I just start every conversation now with he is risen. <laughs> he is risen indeed. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you for the listeners for tuning in and thanks for the support over the, the holiday break. We hope you had a Merry Christmas, which is another debate we have here in the US where apparently you can't say that at work. You've got to say happy holidays. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. And here we go. We're taking the pod into 2023. And Jay and I were speaking this week. And maybe, Jay, we can start with the the the, the genesis of this conversation around time travel. Um, I know that when I went back to work that first day back, wacko, on a Tuesday, I was in a fog sitting down. I was like, how do I click on my mouse? What is this thing called Slack? What is email? And then on Zoom, seeing people glazed over, like in almost not a, I don't want to say hangover, but more just this, this, this fog of, are we going back into this thing called work? Back into the matrix, man. Back to the matrix. <laughs> I saw a cool meme this, this week that said, Coming back to work this week um, confirmed why I do not want to work at all. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. We talked about this on our last episode, the pastoral life. You know, the humans are designed farming and a different pace of life, like by design, if you look at the intent of the designer. So you can understand why people click back in and they're like, I don't feel like I'm designed for this because you're not. And so there are, there are, there is a percentage of us who are absolutely doing what we love to do, but it's a small percent. And for the rest of us, we have to learn to love what we're doing. I heard this phrase a long time ago, do what you love or learn to love what you do. And since so few of us could really do what we love for a lot of reasons, right? Um, you have to choose to love what you do, but that can be hard when you click back into something that isn't perfectly aligned with your soul. Wow. It sounds like a Dickie Fox from Jerry Maguire mentor quote right there. That's awesome. Uh, so Jay, when every single morning, I know that you and I, I walk every morning and you've been this year, at least driving every morning. We have our morning routines um, and I'm sure all the listeners do as well. Morning routines on how we reset, how we find our space with the Lord. Um, speaking of which, we should probably pray here in a second. But before we do that, uh, what what are some of your like morning routine apps that you use? What what are some of the the quick go tos that you hit every morning before you step into your day? I got a variety. I like Lectio three hundred and sixty. It's a pretty cool app hmm. where they read scripture to you. I like it too. Yeah, Chica <laughs> actually reads scripture on that. There's a lot of people uh, people all over the world listen to that and they pray with you. It's about eight minutes in the morning, and they have an evening one. That's cool. I'll click into the Bible app occasionally to listen to somebody read the word of the day. I have a prayer app that I use that just has my ongoing prayers, and I can pray and then click that I prayed and it archives them and. 
so those are some of the things I listen to. And then podcasts, obviously. So I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks to start my day. Neato. I, I similarly follow, I mean, we're, we're best friends, so that's why we do the same thing. Um, what I really started doing recently on my walks, on the, the, the last 40 of my walk, has been um, literally on the Bible app, listening to the audio. And instead of listening to somebody talking about the Bible, I'm trying to listen to the Bible, which is just a different thing for me. In the last probably six months, I've started that. Uh, but Jay, let's pray. And then I want to start talking about this time travel piece um, and where it all began. So Heavenly Father, as we step into today, as always, we call on your Holy Spirit. and We bring this podcast under your authority. Lord, as we step into 2023, um, Lord, continue to, to bless this podcast and the listeners. Uh, continue to guide Jay and I and and make sure that you nudge us in your will, Lord, and we just reject everything that Satan has to try and bring us down in all capacities. And as today's conversation begins, Lord, fill it with your spirit and let it guide us. We love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I got a quick catch up before we jump in, actually. I'm scattered today. It's 2023. I'm still in a fog. I found my word, Jay. I found my word. Yes. All right. That's right. 2023. And the listeners that have been checking us out, I know that the last couple of episodes, we've been speaking about the word for 2023. Uh, so this Christmas break, uh, my family went up into the mountains, and then we went down into the mountains to a gorge. And my girls were making fun of me all the way down because I was worried about the car getting dirty because it was so muddy. And so all the way back home, the girls were flirting with me because I was just talking about that one time, you know how they take one thing and then they just twisted India. Um, and so I'm thinking to myself as I'm cleaning the car once I get home, um, clean, is that a word? Can, can I use clean as a word? I'm asking myself. And I'm like, well, give me confirmation. Give me confirmation. Later on that day, my wife comes in and she says, downstairs, the basement after the cookie swap, everything's clean. I'm like, there it is again. Now I'm starting to find connections. Finally, I sit down that night, Jay, and I'm asking myself, you know, 2023 is here now. Is clean the word? And I turn on the new episode of The Chosen. And what is it called? <laughs> Clean. Clean, part one. So Chica is running with this word saying that that must be confirmation for me, Jay. Uh, two weeks I've been thinking about it. Clean is confirmed. And now you get to wrestle with, what does that even mean? And we'll link the last episode of John Eldridge's podcast in our notes where he does a really good opening oh, podcast yeah. of 2023 talking about praying for words and themes. But one of the things he talks about on there is sometimes you get it and you go, that makes so much sense. And sometimes you get it and you go, I have no, like both of us have a word for this year. I've got a couple of words and it's like, I don't have any idea what that's going to mean, but you will, you will. Here we go. What is your word again? Or what are your words? If you wouldn't mind sharing. Rebirth and resurgence. Oh. And I'm like, well, those are powerful words, but what does that even mean? Hmm. It's a little, it's a little scary kind of actually, you know? Well, listeners, I'm sure that you'll be joining us on the journey throughout this year. Okay, Jay, so you were listening to the Bible app earlier this week, and what happened? Well, th there was a great discussion around, she was reading a passage of scripture, and she started talking about how we get disoriented, spending too much time either dwelling on the past or thinking about the future, but so little time in the present. And it was such a rescue because this has been a challenging year for me professionally, and I've spent a lot of time ruminating on the past and thinking about the future and not staying focused in the present. So it was a rescue that morning, but it led to a further conversation between us. That's right. Um, and I, I believe it was Matthew 6 that she was quoting, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. 
Uh, and so then you and I spoke about the example she used, which was she said, research she has found says that 70 to 80% of our mental capacity is spent thinking about the future or thinking about the past. And I was like, ooh, let me go find that study. And so I did my study on studies and I couldn't find the exact reference, but I found a number of different studies that are talking about what are the benefits of looking forward? What are the benefits of looking back? And then you and I want to spend today talking about, well, biblically as a man, biblically as a father, biblically as a friend, biblically as a servant of the Lord, what does that actually mean? Well, first, if you have ever listen to this podcast. And if you go all the back way back to episode one, you'll know that Chica's a brain guy. He loves to study the brain. So this topic uh, certainly did fascinate you and grabbed you. Second, we are in 2023. And so I think for all of us that came of age in the early to mid eighties, we expected to be time traveling by now. We expected flying cars. There's a whole lot of expectations we had for 2023 that haven't totally played out. I'll tell you the iPhone. And I was playing with this new artificial intelligence thing last night that's taken the world by storm. Yo. frightening. I had this great experience. I was at work and one of my guys sent me a, uh, we're doing a newsletter and he sent me the opening comments and I, I, I texted him back and I'm like, this is fantastic. He's like, oh, I totally cheated. The AI <laughs> helps me write it. I'm like, what are you talking about? So he took AI me, wrote my newsletter. So he took me to chat GPT and I was playing with this thing with my kids all night last night. It's, it's terribly frightening and also incredibly impressive at the same time. But so there are some things happening technology-wise that are blowing our minds, right? But but time travel. We were fascinated with time travel in the 80s, movies. And the reality is what she's talking about, we spend a lot of time traveling in time in our minds. And that's what we want to kick around today because what's healthy about that? What's unhealthy about that? What does the secular world have to say for men about that? And what's the Bible have to say? Well, when we say time travel... We're just trying to be sexy and use a a word that just describes thinking back and thinking forward. Um, and so time travel back. Let's just think about this for a second, listeners. Think about the anxiousness you've had about thoughts of the past or behaviors of the past or secrets of the past or, like we've spoken about before, agreements of the past. That could be a form of past time travel, right? The, the future time travel is the anxiousness that we were speaking about in that passage, which was, I'm so worried about tomorrow, and I'm thinking forward for tomorrow that I'm consumed with what is coming up that I don't know, right? So that's the future time travel that we're speaking to. Now, Jay, I don't know whether you've got examples of what's going on for you right now, um, where we could go back and forth. We could probably spend a lot of time on that concept. But for me, what, what's funny is this world has studies and both and we we looked at the before we got on um that confirm that looking back is good also confirms that looking forward is good and as we've spoken online and offline uh this world this culture would describe it as whatever it is right whether it is mindfulness namaste right thinking forward and and imagining or, or what i grew up learning in college which was um sports psychology right predict the future, see yourself over there, do it, and it will lead to great things. Now, I'm not making fun, but I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on what are some of the impacts that that can have on us as men? Well, it can create a lot of pressure, number one. Number two, the secular world and the biblical world really differ on this point. In the secular world, the way they really try to help 
is by encouraging you to be the architect of your future. You can choose your attitude. You can choose this. You can design that. You are, you are, the purpose of life is for you to define. Mm. Otherwise, you'll think it's meaningless, but you get to choose, right? And to some extent, that's true. But the biblical narrative is very different about the future, which is God is the author. He's written a book about your life. And your mission here is to discover what he's written in that book about you and fulfill your purpose that God designed because you're just a subplot in a much larger story. And so for us, we get super hyper-focused on ourselves. We think we're the main character in this thing called life. But the reality is we're all of us. I don't care if you're the most famous person in world history other than Jesus Christ. You are a bit player in a tapestry, in a massive story that's playing out. And the biblical narrative is what did God design you for? What role in the story? How do we get tripped up on that? The enemy wants to take you back to the past where for most people, he locks them in shame. And in that shame, we hide behind our masks. This is Jay Teresi's view of the world, by the way. <laughs> My psychology, no PhD, not a theologian. Uh, well, <laughs> a, lot of a lot of life experience with shame and struggle and thinking and anxiety. But then that shame comes into the present and we hide behind these masks and it clouds the future by creating anxiety. And when Jesus wants to time travel with you, he wants to go backwards in time to help you identify those periods of shame and heal them. And then when he's looking forward, he wants to cast vision for you, for your life, for what he's written in your book of life and help you discover it. And when we're healthy in the present, when we deal with our past, and we discover in our story what causes the behaviors today or the things we struggle with, and we get healing from that, then our mind, we're able to meditate on scripture and hear from Jesus, Chica, and think about what is the story he wants me to walk out. And then that's where you can let go of that anxiousness because you're like, oh, there's a plan. There's a plan for me. Hey, I just had a moment where I was like, should I be checking myself right now? Are we, are we saying that we should not be thinking about the future are we saying that we should not be thinking about the past and i and i'm listening to to myself go through some of the bible verses around anxiousness um and you know romans 12 2 which i know is one of you or my favorite do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but is there a way i mean th i'm thinking back to jesus traveling with the disciples for a second and listeners put yourself in as one of the the disciples following jesus right now and he says set up camp or he says two by two, you will go out. Are they thinking about tomorrow? Are they saying, well, 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 hang on a second, Jesus, we can't do that. Because what about when we do this? And I'm just thinking through, what are we getting to here, Jay, when he says present, when the, when the word scripture says present for us, is he saying that we cannot go back, we cannot go forward? Well, you know, that's such a great question. And I think this is where the Christian life really diverges from every other worldview on the planet. The Bible doesn't say don't think about the future. The Bible says, don't be anxious about the future. And Jesus, the thing that gets missed a lot in Jesus' ministry, and there's some incredible writing on this, Dallas Willard, other people, the kingdom of the God, the kingdom of God, heaven, all of that is not necessarily in the future. It is. But Jesus said the kingdom of God is available right now. And why believers don't have to be anxious is because we can live in the kingdom of God right now, right here, right now here in this moment. And then you get to be part of his story. So when Jesus says, go out two by two, it requires trust. Do I trust Jesus that right mm. now, living in the kingdom of God, there's a narrative unfolding. And if I plug into it, 
the reason I don't have to worry about the future is God has a plan. And the Bible says very clearly, he's going to work all things out for our good. And so if we are trusting in him all the time, I heard a great podcast yesterday on the difference between faith and trust. And he was talking a lot about Job and faith is one thing, but trust is another. And Job had this moment where he said, even though he slays me, speaking of God, even though he slays me in this present moment, I will trust in him. Mm. And that is so far beyond faith, right? And so that's why we don't have to freak out about the future. If we're clicked in to what's going on with God, he's unfolding a narrative right now we can be part of. So we can think about the future. We can have vision. Without vision, people perish, but we don't have to worry about it. And we don't have to worry about the past, which is actually th almost the definition of repent, right? To repent, I'm saying sorry for past behaviors, past mistakes, past sins, right? But I'm saying I'm sorry right now, Lord. And at the same time to what your point was about the future, you're saying that with repentance too, you're putting your trust that if I do repent now, the Lord has it. Well, Chica, you and I have spent a lot of time in healing ministries in the last decade. And for me personally, I could not learn to live in the present, which I'm still learning to do. I could not learn to not be anxious about the future, which I'm also always still learning to do. If I didn't go back in the past, discover the things that caused the shame and angst, the people I needed to forgive back then, the forgiveness I needed to give myself, the healing I needed to get from Jesus back then to, to reintegrate myself for right now. So that as I think about the future, I'm not anxious. So this has been the toughest year for me professionally. When I think back a decade, if I was having this kind of year a decade ago, I would mm. be such a mess. Now it's been a challenging year for me mentally, but no nowhere near to the extent. And I have found myself not fearing about the future because I know, because I've seen him come through and I trust God. I know it's going to be okay. I know things are going to work out. I don't know how. Sometimes I get a little anxious about how are you going to do that, God? But I do have a very strong belief now. God's going to work this out for everybody. It's going to be okay. And it'll play out and it'll finish well. Uh, 1 John 1 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful which also led me to thinking about a second one of our favorites, uh, Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but... Christ who lives in me. Right. And, you know, this is really part one of what is probably going to be a two or three part conversation because there's a lot of studies we want to dig into thinking about this. Because where this can get a little murky is we desperately want to fall back into our own power to control this narrative, particularly when it comes to the future. We tend to want to ignore the past and medicate it. Uh, so many men do this through drugs, alcohol, work, and pornography. The pains of the past, I don't want to think about those things. They drive me, right? What's one of the things our past does, particularly for men? It drives us. We want to success our way out of oh. the shame of the past. And, and we don't want to be that guy, that guy that's clinging to us, the old man. And the enemy knows our story. So he wants to use your past. If you're listening to this podcast, then I want to be really thoughtful here. I don't want to bring up a lot of things that could spin you out. But a lot of the struggles you're dealing with today that are causing anxiety about tomorrow are 100% rooted in your past. And what Jesus desperately wants to do, and I don't know that Jesus is desperate about anything, but what Jesus would love to do is go back in time with you and explore that so that you don't have to be anxious about the future. Because he says, I went to Calvary. I went to the cross and I shed my blood 
to give you forgiveness for the past. So when we, this is the thing I had to really come to understand. And when we are anxious, when we're fearful, when we're shameful, we're putting Jesus back on that cross and making him go through the crucifixion all over again. Where what would be better in my mind, or certainly has been in my experience, is Jesus, take me back. And guess what? The Lord's always ready for that conversation. He'll be like, okay, let's go. Now, you may need to do that with a solid Christian friend, a Christian counselor, or a healing ministry, but I, I can promise you this from experience, and I think Chica will, will, will wrap up this episode talking about this. He's, he has spent a lot of time in this. If you go back, Jesus will absolutely meet you there, and it will completely change your present and the trajectory of your future, and you will come to understand that passage, do not be anxious about anything, in a totally new way. Man, I, I think we're going to pause right there because I, you, you opened up a couple of boxes that I do want to take a little bit more time to unpack, and I think the listeners would respect that as well. So let's take a quick time out, listeners. Uh, give Jay and I a, another week to, to get our notes together, and let's continue this conversation about time travel because going back, going forward is very important, um, and we want to give it the time that uh, is respected to make sure that we can continue to walk with Christ uh, through the time travel. So. Heavenly Father, as we give this to you right now, uh, Lord, we ask just whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Lord, that as we walk with you this week, thinking about our anxiousness, thinking about our repentance, Lord, that you will continue uh, to give us the ability to praise you through the walk um, so that we can then have the peace with you come with us. Lord, we love you so much, listeners. Thank you for tuning in and share this with a friend. We say all of this in your son Jesus' name. Amen.